Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Live on ACN Track, welcome to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson. Hello and welcome to the show brought to you by Auto Owls 24-hour mechanical and auto electrical service. James Broadhurst in the studio. Joining me is Leia Ernest and Callum Robson. How are you guys? Very well. Very well. Oh, good, 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 good. Good to hear because we've got a lot to get through. We're going to have a look at the highlights of the chasing coming up over this weekend here in Western Australia Starting off, Leia, with uh, Mandra on Friday night. What's happening down there? We've got three heats of the chase, which is races five through to seven. Heat one, race five, all of them, of course, over the 4.05. David Hobby has come out with box one and two here with Trump Manelli and Sunset Kodiak. We also have Santa's Magic, who won the WA Bread Country Cup, has come back in pretty good form after some time away. One, two, or four since returning. But again, we see a tough field. Who is likely to be the favourite here? Yeah, in this first heat, all three heats. Uh, very competitive, I thought. Look, uh, Cal, whether you you agree with this or not, I don't see a whole lot of early speed in this race. I, th- I think the dog jumping out of box three, nice image, the likely leader of this one. Not sure uh, he'll be able to hold on here, though, but uh, I find this one a real real tough one to pick. Yeah, there's probably not, uh, probably not a lot of dogs that have outright blistering speed early. Nice image is probably the only dog with that speed early that can go in the 650s early and I thought Nice Image was the leader. We'll come uh, down to the fence and then go to get off in the straight, which is important. Um, there's a lot of good dogs in good form. Santa's Magic from Box 6 is racing well. Important with Santa's Magic doesn't really ping out the boxes, which is not great over the 405, especially with Kisbilinda, Chevy's entry and tandem at pace to the outside. Um, it tends to muster, but I don't think it's going to get enough room here to get through. So I was against Santa's Magic. I actually landed with Chomp Minnelli from Box 1, well boxed in one. Just needs to hold out Sunset Kodiak, but Chomp loves the 405 and does tend to jump a lot better over the 405. Box 1's perfect and will be rattling home late when you've got the likes of Nice Image, who'll be getting tired and could be a bit of jostling between Kiss Me Linda, Santa's Magic, Chevy's Entry and Tamar Pace. Chomp up the inside is the way I'd like to go. All right. Sunset Kodiak potentially our, our favourite here, though. It's it certainly got good claims from the two, as you mentioned there, Cal Chomp from one. We haven't mentioned uh, the dog from Box 8, Tamar Pace at one we, we've spoken a lot about on this show. La, you don't mind this greyhound here? No, not at all. The only time he's jumped out of box eight was at this track and distance and won by five legs ahead of Clifton Flyer, who is engaged here again out of box four. And I just think that he needs early speed to win here, tandem at pace. But if he can cross nicely, I definitely think he's got potential. All right. What about the second heat here? This one's uh, this one. Uh, Cal's obviously got a big interest in with Buster the Brute, but, I, but this feels uh, pretty handy as well. It is. And David Hobby again coming out with box one and two with Steve Manelli out of the red and Royce Manelli out of box two. Rolleston will be chatting to Wayne Beamish a bit later on. But Cal, interested to know what you think with Buster drawn out of box four. Yeah, Hobby did well with the redraw, that's for sure. Um, Buster the Brute, I think, is... We'll be talking about that a bit later, I believe, Cal. Yeah, we, yeah, we will. 
Uh, Buster the Brute, I don't think he's that. I think he's pretty well boxed in box four, especially with the dogs around him. Torza tends to miss the start, and Royce has been missing the start lately, which gives him the card across. I don't think Steve has the speed to go with him early over the 405, which puts him in front of Steve as well. So I think he can cross down. The issue is the five um, is a very, very quick beginner. When I went back and looked through the form, I often compare dogs um, to other dogs that have come over and performed over the 405 from the Eastern States. And the dog who had similar splits was Untold Soldier, who was here about a, um, a year ago. And that dog was capable of going five, uh, 650 early, even in the 40s early. So I think this dog will be at a lead here. Will stay relatively straight, though. So won't take Buster out at the start. But if Buster can get the spot uh, behind uh, the five, I think... He's definitely the one to beat. Um, I think he'll be short. I had him priced two dollars fifty. I think Steve might be a bit of value, and that's the way I might be playing. I had Steve four dollars. I think he might get better than that. Box one's perfect. Very strong dog, and will be capable of running very quick time over the four hundred five. All right. So obviously you're going for Buster, backing him up after he's won his past two. Vapor Blaze was the, the the dog you're talking about first up here in WA. That was going to be my question to you, Cal. How do we read the form uh, from this dog? Been racing, looks like, quite well over there, but uh, you, you think it'll translate uh, over here? Well, it'll translate early over here. It gets very tired late in the races, and um, a dog will certainly pick it up late. So although I don't think it's a winning chance, I think it can definitely place. Okay, all right. I actually don't mind, and I threw this out on Greyhound Gold last night, tours us certainly as a, as a each-way play. Cal, you're shaking your head. You think the dog's got no chance at all. Yeah, I, I don't think it's got any chance at all. Misses a start. It's up in grade against a lot of these dogs who are just better than Torza. Uh, if Torza wins, I'll pay for your next date, James. Oh, I'll <laughs> definitely take you on on that one. You heard it here, Leia. I, I heard it. And you know what, Cal? I'm I'm sort of with James on here. Her last run was quite impressive. Both her and Speed Force were be able to break away from a pretty tough field and both jumped really well. Speed Force ran second. Last up from an outside draw as well, so potential for him. But, yeah, I think a pretty open field in general. Looking forward to you paying my date. Does that mean you're coming along as well? Um, the date with you? I'll come along at the end to pay for it. Um, <laughs> okay, lovely. Yeah. This is perfect. This That's is, a no. This is, this is going out. This is fantastic. That's the best I could offer. All right, so you're Torza. I'm, uh, I'm Torza. As an each way prospect, you're sticking with Buster, of course. What about Heat 3 here for the Chase Heats? Heat 3, we've got quite a few good runners engaged here as well. Another open race, of course, of course as we mentioned, all the Heats are pretty open. We've got Chevy Gold and Rebby Manelli. Also, Turbo Fun has that early speed in this field, but may struggle from Box 7. He has a 100% strike rate from Box 1 and 2, but has only won one of six from box seven. So I don't really think he's a danger. And likewise with Wasabi Bob, I think, um, actually, unlike Wasabi Bob, I think he prefers the outside draws and has won out of box three um, a few starts back. Yeah, Turbo Fun, probably the quickest greyhound in this race, but I think will struggle from the seven. Uh does have the early pace, but, uh, yeah, I, yeah, can't really make a case for it getting across. I find this race really hard to read, Cal, but you are confident on something here. Yeah, I think we'll get one at value. Wasabi Bob out in box eight. Now, it's a really messy map early. Um, Divider tends to miss the start and wants off the fence, so one's not good for that dog. Chevy's Gold wants the outside fence, so I put a line through those two. I don't think those two are winning. Limburg Nemesis could be one of odds that could bob up. Good early speed. Um, we'll stay on the inside of Remy Minnelli. Remy Minnelli has a good map here. Uh, Bundy Banner's probably an early leader coming um, from 302 to 405. Uh, the 302 split last start was very quick. Um, so the one at odds I think will win is Wasabi Bob. I think it's a perfect map. Will stay wide and has been racing really well. Has a good um, good early speed to muster down the outside. 
if it's vying for the lead, it's a lot stronger than the likes of a Remy Minnelli and Bundy Banner and can get those two on the line. All right, there we go. That's the three heats of the chase over the 405-metre journey at Mandra on Friday night. Some of the highlights. We'll speak uh, to David Short a bit later on in the show about uh, some other things happening down there on Friday. Then, of course, we swing to Cannington on Saturday, Leia, and we have the Group 2 All-Stars Sprint. This one uh, is an absolute corker. Really looking forward to this uh, this race. Uh, take us through the field here, Leia. Oh, we have a tough field engage, of course. Veyron Star out of box one. Starbuck drawn out of box two. Of course, we've seen Mermaid. Manelli, as we know, has defeated the champ. Tommy Shelby, I'm not too concerned with her draw out of box five. I think she can charge to the front. But, I mean, let's focus our attention on Starbuck, who jumped excellently last start and had a sec- first section of 5.33. Let's go back to that replay of Starbuck. And racing, Starbook began very quickly, also showing early speed was Thrift Manelli, but Starbook's going to lead easily. Thrift Manelli drives into second, up on the inside was Sunset Nuclear, then followed by Santa's Magic, all zipped up to the outside, Fernando Star. Last of all was Quartararo down the back, and Starbook moved off the inside. Thrift Manelli got a look at the arm, then three lengths behind them, Sunset Nuclear. Well back behind them was Fernando Star, along with Santa's Magic on the corner, though. Starbook is the leader by two. Thrift Manelli goes in a second. She's back. Starbook extends and goes on and wins by four. Thrift Manelli second, yes, four lengths away uh, third. So. There we go. Starbook obviously the key to that win last week was that first section 5.33. Absolutely airborne out of the traps. Gets the same box this time round. Uh, a couple other dogs in the in the field you, uh, that were that are chances here. Hasty Guess, uh, Historic Time uh, and uh, Hobby's Dog once again Sunset Nuclear. But uh, Starbook uh, has a really handy knack of uh, running these really impressive heat times, getting into the final, and so far hasn't been able to land uh, one of these big ones. I don't want to say deserve because you know you make your own luck and you you you, you get you, you get what you're given in in the racing game. But if any dog deserves to win a fe- a big feature race, I think Starbuck certainly up there. Certainly got a very good chance to do it. Does she need to? Do perform the same uh, or deliver that f- same first section as she did in a heat to win the final here, Cal? Yeah, she did win the Mandra Oaks. That's a fairly big race. So um, that's probably the one race she has won and right. delivered from from box five. But um, she's going to have to jump uh, as well, if not better, this week. There is a lot of early speed in this race. Obviously, it's the final. You find with the finals, most of the leaders get through. Uh, Thrift Minnelli, two starts ago, went 5.39 early and wants the fence. Sir Monty cuts hard to the fence. And you've got Mermaid Minnelli, who's probably the best beginner in the state. Um, I'll actually lean to Mermaid Minnelli. I think I want to be on the leader in a big race. Mermaid Minnelli uh, beat Tommy Shelby uh, four starts ago and was a very good winner there, running really quick time. If you're running that time out in front in a field like this where there's going to be congestion in behind, I think that's the way you want to play. If you can get around the $5 plus, that's the way I'll be going. All right. Well, yeah. She is quick. She has not, hasn't been quite as consistent out of the boxes uh of late, as we have seen from her before. Uh, is there likely to be a clash between her and Starbuck? They are the two that are likely to be vying for that lead there. Yeah, Starbuck, if Mermaid's on the outside, Starbuck will pull out of the contest and um, work her way to the outside. So I don't necessarily think they'll clash. I think one way or another, I think Mermaid Minnelli finds a lead. And obviously, if Starbuck does get the spot just behind Mermaid Minnelli, Starbuck probably runs her down. But I just don't see how Starbuck can get a clean run in this field, but I said that last week and look what it did. So yeah. um, I underestimate her all the time, especially from the inside boxes, but um, just on form, I just can't have her from box two. What about some of these uh, 
stronger dogs, hasty guests, historic time. Uh, if there is uh, if there is some trouble up front, obviously these dogs come into play big time, right? Yeah, they're not the worst bets either because, as I said, there could be trouble. Starbuck and Mermaid could collect themselves. Thrift and Sir Monty could clash. So that brings the dogs like a hasty guest and historic time in. Obviously, historic time ran down. Um, Mermaid Minnelli last up, but this is a lot tougher, and I just don't see where those dogs get to on the map. All right, you're going Mermaid, Leia. What do you think here? Oh, look, it is pretty tough, of course. Historic time won the distance potential. We'll be chatting later on to Graham Crudelli. Of course, Mermaid Minnelli, I say, is the standout for me here. All right. I'm. Yeah, look, I, I'm going to back Starbuck here, although I think her task, once again, is is a, is a tough one, uh, oddly, <laughs> given the performance she's just displayed during a heat. But uh, if I had to have a second, ge- have a kind of second bet here, I'd be going for a hasty guess. Uh, I think it'd be charging home late there. That's the Group Two All Star Sprint. Really looking forward to that one at Cannington on Saturday night. We've got a 600 metre a Grade Five series uh, also at Cannington. Three heats of that one, Leah. We have races six, seven, and eight. Now race six, we've got. Two chases that I think stand out. Could be potentially a two-dog race here. Jayville Sleek won first up in WA, ran second to Flake Minnelli. And can we just mention, to race against the likes of Flake Minnelli, you're already in tough company. And Flake was very, very close of clocking a new track record last week. And Jayville Sleek ran 41.71 and sub-42 over that distance is really not a bad, like a bad effort at all. Yeah, dogs had a uh, very big impact uh, straight up in in the state. Uh, the other dog you th- you like is the two dog thing of Van Buren. Is that right? Potentially. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, and you know, I mean, you look at the rest of the field as well. Goblin Manelli, Grace Ali. Grace Ali has been a bit up and down for me. So I I really think it's between Javel and Van Buren here. Yeah, I do. I like Javel here. I know you're you're a fan of the dog as well, Cal. Yeah, I think he'll be winning this race. It's very versatile. Can actually get out of the boxes reasonably quickly, but sit behind most of these and pick them up late. The forty-one seventy-one. I'm not sure. There's. I think Cassis Belly might be the only dog that's gone quicker than that over the seven fifteen in recent history. So that's a very quick time and had a had a decent uh, thing to follow, a flake to follow there. But yeah, but when you're not on the lure, I think that's probably a effort to it to being so far off the lure and right. still chasing. Um, it's a dog that hasn't really gotten the 715 strongly over east as well. I think 600 is more its pet distance. I think it would be very strong and can win from anywhere. I think I think it's a very good dog. I was very impressed with it, and I think it will be winning this race. All right. We've all come up with Javel Slick, which means uh, he'll get rolled. <laughs> what about the next seat there, guys? Race seven. We've got all zipped up, drawn out of box one. Hairpin trigger, so tough. And Red Cat Manelli. What are our thoughts here for race seven? A difficult race, I thought. Hard to know how what Redcap's going to do. We've expected a lot from this dog. Seen bits and pieces of it so far. Oh, I'm yeah, punting this one to you, Cal. <laughs> yeah, I'll be leaning towards all zipped up. Uh, its run homes over the five twenty aren't that bad. I think it might be able to get the uh, six hundred, especially if it's leading. Uh, there's a lot of dogs that will be running home pretty strongly, but if you've got a dog charging out in front, that's the way I want to play. I'll be interested if it does get the 600, but I think it will, and I think if it can run around the 34.90 range out in front, the track will be playing quick, which will suit leaders, and I think um, all zipped up can win this race. All right. Uh, next race, or next heat, just quickly, guys, uh, is race eight. Chimera Manelli from box one. Is this a, a standout for this? 
I, well, I think Jamira Manelli is the selection here. Last start winner, 34.89 from this box. Perfectly drawn and combined with his early speed, should be able to lead throughout, especially with Empty Chamber to his right, who is a slower beginner. And box three now being scratched presents him with that extra room and we don't really have to worry about Westdale Fate either, who is also a slow beginner. All right, just a quick word on this one, Cal. Yeah, I'd go with Empty Chamber. I think the smaller field suits Empty Chamber, can run home strong and... I've been impressed with uh, 600 metre runs. All right, may have to do some catching though, with Chimera likely to be out in front. Well, there's our highlights for the coming weekend. Uh, really looking forward to some great racing coming up. We'll be talking to one of the men involved in those races, Graham Cradelli, on the other side of this break. Live on ACN Track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson. Live on ACN Track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson. We are back. Well, a kennel that's been in form for a long time now, continuing to collect winners after winners is Team Credelli. Another three at, went at uh, Cannington last night. And, of course, we head into Saturday's meeting, the Group 2 All-Stars Sprint. Uh, Team Corelli's got historic time going around in that, plus many other dogs over the course of the weekend. We have the pleasure of having Graham Cordelli join us now. How are you, Graham? Yeah, good. Thanks, guys. Good, good. Wednesday night's pretty much Cordelli night at the moment. Another three you picked up last night. Yeah, just getting a bit lucky with a few youngsters coming through at the right time and, um, yeah, a few with a fair bit of ability too, so uh, it's been handy lately. Yeah, nice indeed. Uh, Speed Bandit uh, getting up. That looks like a handy dog. Uh, Wicked Rhythm and uh, Ratani Louie, another one of your winners last night. Uh, so very, very impressive. Tell us a little bit about Speed Bandit. Yeah, Speed Bandit, uh, she's out of um, uh, Linda Britton's bitch, uh, West On Bay, but she's going to be a handy little bitch, this one. She's only... 24 and a half kilos, but she's got plenty of speed to burn early and very young, two to next March, but she's always shown ability, especially at box rise. And I think last night she broke the 30 second barrier. So, yeah, there's plenty of upside with her um, going forward. She looks to give a really good kick in the straight um, when coming around the home bend. Do you think she could potentially get over further? Uh, it's looking that way. She's got like a little bit of a flat spot down the back, but then in the home straight, she, she kicks again. So, Look, she's still very young, and, and the line does throw uh, a bit of distance in there. So uh, we always try our dogs over distance, so hopefully it does, and, yeah, have a bit of fun with her. Graham, you've got historic time in the Group 2 All-Stars Sprint Final. What are his chances coming into the weekend? Oh, it's a top field. Uh, one thing about him, he won't be leading, I and mean, he doesn't have to lead to win. So he's coming from box seven. He just has to get past Hayes and Guess and hope a bit of trouble up in front with the... I think it's about five or six with a fair bit of speed there early, so it might not be um, this dog going straight to the front. It might be a bit of a mess in the first corner. And if there is, and if he can sit you know, four or five lengths off him, he'll be coming home. So uh, he's a definite chance. Very young. He's still a young stars dog, so he's still learning the capes of racing, but uh, he, he's doing everything we ask of him at the moment, so no, I couldn't ask for any more. You must be pretty excited with the likes of Historic Time and the brother Rambo's boy, as you said, they look to be both learning. Obviously, historic time used to be a mad crasher to the rail, and he looks to be fixing that up at the start. And even with his running action, he looks to be pu- uh, putting it all together and slowly getting there and learning what it's all about. Yeah, look, he's, he's a big, lanky 35-kilo dog, uh, historic time. And 
early days, he'd get a check and his legs would go everywhere and um, he just went backwards instead of going forwards. But now he's actually, especially last week as well as main one, he actually went, got a check from Sir Monty and that and just kept going forward. So he's actually learning his racing and uh, he's just getting better and better. So can't ask any more of him. Same as Rambo's boy, he's got a lot of ability as well. He's another one, just needs a little bit of luck. But I think, you know, towards the end of the year, next year, you'll be seeing the best of those two. So, um, but also she's out of a, um, she's historic, which um, produced Rambo's, uh, Rambo's boy, who won the All-Stars a few years back from Box 7. So hopefully, um, yeah, it'll work again in our favour. Yeah, Rambo's boy, uh, you, you, you rate the, the dog the same ability as Historic Time, but Historic Time's obviously the one with the runs on the board at this stage. Yeah, look, they're both exactly the same ability, same times, um, just Historic Time. Uh, I'd say, look, he might be making his own luck, but Rambo's boy, I, I can't hold both of them. They're both at the same run-home times and both very handy dogs. So, look, at the moment, you have to lean towards Historic Time, but Rambo's boy, he's still there and... In my personal opinion, the most exciting dog coming out of the kennel who's only had a few starts, Barefoot Tycoon. And this dog has been absolutely rattling home and just doing things uh, dogs don't do. Um, I think he's impressive 11 11 run home time a couple of starts ago, and even last start going to all sorts and just still charges to the line. Uh, what's your opinion on Barefoot Tycoon? Yeah, this dog here, we've had, that's been very, I think the old man spoke about him a couple of times and been very humble about it, but this dog, we've always had big um, wraps on him. Uh, as a puppy, or even now, like he's the second fastest dog we've put around the racetrack. Um, the past has been equipment, uh, sorry, uh, and in reality, a very fast dog. So, as long as they put tight keep putting his head uh, straight and doing everything right, this dog could be anything going forward, so, no, we're pretty excited to get him. Oh, uh, he looks an absolute beauty, barefoot tycoon, for sure. What about, uh, you've got some new additions into the kennel as well, some uh, dogs just arrived over from over east? Uh, yeah, we have, uh, I spoke to Paul Wheeler a few weeks back and um, got a little, three dogs, nice little package from him, um, the three brothers, and all of them have heaps of ability. Uh, we got ended up getting Jarrow Bale, which is a uh, He's a very handy dog, very fast dog. He needs confidence to show his best, but he's gone like he's run around Richmond and 30 and 11 and running around uh, below 29 around uh, Sandown. So, very, very fast dog. So, hopefully, uh, he likes Cannington and goes on with it. And his other brother, Leon Bale, a lot of speed early. He runs his low fives early at uh, the Meadows, and then I think he's won two of his last three in uh, 29.85 and 29.90. So, uh, yeah, should be some handy um, top-grade dog on the Saturday night. Good, good, nice addition to the kennel. Been a handy association with the, the Wheelers. You've got plenty of good dogs that have come over and performed well for you over here. Uh, Heston Bale, Bale, obviously, one of the standouts, but there's been a few, hasn't there? Yeah, look, we've been, for the last five years now, we've got a handy relationship with uh, Paul, and he actually stopped breeding a little bit uh, a few years ago, which has stopped us getting the likes of the dogs that we usually get. Um, but he's just started breeding again now. He's just bred 15 bitches, I've heard. So hopefully in the next few years he can keep handballing a few off to us and, um, yeah, be handy for WA racing. Yeah, for sure. Dinah Arenthal, he was the one, one of the ones you got from Paul as well? Yeah, Dinah Arenthal. He was in the package with uh, Dinah Dean and uh, Hecton Bale and uh, a few others in that there. So I think we've got about 10 in that package and, 
Don Rentals been he was one of the um, average ones in the package, but look, I think we've only had a hundred starts with him now, and he's won well over a hundred and something thousand. He's still running around now. He's over five, um, but yeah, look, he he loves it and he's just having a bit of fun. He, he's not the same ability as he was, but he runs a place every now and then, and. I think he won a race a couple of weeks back, actually. So, no, it was a great thrill to get a win with him. I was going to say, a recent win, he's now got over 160 starts to his name. I think he's been a been a, just a very handy one for you. Yeah, you couldn't ask for any more. Just a bread and butter dog. We own him. Um, yeah, look, he ended up one of the good ones out of the package, actually. So, he was a filler and he's been more than handy. So, no, very happy with him. Yeah, good stuff. All right, uh, Hey, listen, Graham. Always plenty happening at the kennel. There. Best of luck uh, with historic time and all your other dogs over the rest of the weekend. Yeah, so easy. Thanks, guys. Good stuff there, uh, Graham Cradelli. Uh, before we go to the break, uh, Leah, you've got uh, a message from our sponsor. I do. Auto Owls is a family-owned and operated, and their number one priority is to get to know you and your car personally. Whether it be a logbook service, mechanical repairs, air conditioning, or electrical, and they can help. For your convenience, Auto Owls offers 24-hour servicing. They are located at 13 Seven Oak Street, Bentley. Head to their website, autoowls.com.au. Check out their Facebook page, or you can contact them on 6220-7508. Live on ACN Track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson. Live on ACN Track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson. Well, joining us now is Wayne Beamish. He's got uh, several dogs over the next few nights, not least of which Rolleston in the heats of the chase at Mandra on Friday night. How are you, Wayne? Thanks for joining us. All good, James. Yourself? Very good. Yeah, excellent. Uh, good to have you on the show. And th- that greyhound I mentioned, Rolleston there, Wayne, got got it going around the heats. Look, uh, has been a pretty handy greyhound for you over the course uh, of its uh, racing time. What do you like for this dog in the heat there? No, no chance. Uh, I'm a, I'm, she's got to get back to the greys now and the only reason she's in there is because she's grade four and I had to go there or, or sit at home and she's really perfectly drawn box one, two, uh, box seven. No, she's just not up to it and plus she's not up to that company of dogs. There is some smart dogs in that, in that race so not much of a hope, I don't reckon. hope I'm wrong, but I don't think so. You never know your luck. But, yeah, but wait. So get get on board when the dog's back in grade and uh, from an inside draw. Yep, she will drop a grade. She, if she gets back tomorrow night, she, um, she will drop a grade. So she's back to grade five company. And if she draws box one or two, get on. All yep. right, there we go. So what about uh, the greyhounds you've got going around at Mandra tonight, mate? Uh, you've got four going around there. What should we be looking out for? Um, I thought Zeus was a bit of a chance, but when the draw came out, he's drawn the five, which is not a problem, but the four dog in his race just goes right out of the box, a straight right. Dummy Carnage, uh, he's going to get knocked over right at the start. So Kreble Zeus, um, he's going to get a lot of pain early, and his chances are, are very, very slim. Um, Silipa Vales, absolute uh, problem child, uh, big disappointment. She, uh, I don't think she, don't think she can win. My main chance is... Um, uh, Rashford, perfectly drop box, but you got Holsey's got a smart one in that, and so is uh, Steve Shinners. But uh, he's got the box to run a place, so so we shall see. All right, and the little bitch, yeah, I got um, Winlock, Winlock, um, Georgia. Georgia in, yep. but she's 22 kilos, she's a midget, and 
She won two in a row at Mandra. I came from last month, but she had box one and two where she wants to be. She keeps drawing wide at Mandra, and she's a real handle, but she comes out and goes hard left. And when you're 22 kilos, you can't do that. She's going to bounce off dogs, and she's it's all over. So it's a real shame, but, yeah, she's a tiny little thing. She's a midget, she is. Uh, hello, Kelly, on Friday night. How's, um, how's she going? Uh, she's had injury problems. She's four years old, and she's lost the confidence, too. She has the same problem. She got up to the grades too quick. And it's been a while trying to get back down to grades, but she's got beat too often, and she's just age is killing her, and so his you know, old, old injuries. Um, yeah, she, she, I must say she can't win, but she's got everything against her at the moment. So, so it is a shame. It is a shame. And just overall, uh, Wayne, uh, off air, you were saying uh, the, the kennel, you know, maybe not stack with the talent you've had previously. Um, tell us about some of the, the dogs you've had in the past that you've had good success with. Yeah, at the moment, James, trying to get by dogs these days, it, it's very hard. Since that David, uh, since that bad fella in uh, New South Wales there a couple of years ago tried shutting the industry down, everybody stopped, everybody stopped, stopped, stopped breeding. So I'm finding it very hard now to buy dogs. Um, in the old days, I had some handy ones. I had like, um, there's um, Shadow Puppet, Amanda, he was nearly unbeatable. Awesome actor, he won the Shreps down there. Uh, Burgess, he was a handy dog around Kington in the good old days. Um, but Trying to find dogs now is it's 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 really hard unless you're doing a hobby's doing the right thing, hobby's breeding, uh, putting a lot of time and effort into it, and he's, he's ripping the rewards. But um, I don't breed, unfortunately. It's probably a, a, my own my own fault. But um, try and buy dogs these days. It's virtually impossible to buy anything half decent. Right. It's really uh, hard. Yeah. It, it, it's uh, it's the the market's changed a little bit for sure, hasn't it? What about? Uh, it has been. Yeah, sorry, go. In the old days, there, like you know, five six years ago, there's always dogs for sale. People want to want to move on, and you had no problem buying half handy dogs at a fair price. But just the shortage of dogs at the moment is just it's just it's just bad news for us guys that just rely on buying them. It's it's, it's making it very awkward. Yes. Hey, listen, your daughter uh, Victoria's also gotten in on the game as well. She's picked up training and, and doing well. You must be pretty proud with that. Yeah, she's actually just called her a minute ago. Um, her daughter, Holly, just had a heart operation yesterday, and uh, Tori called around this morning and saw me, and that's all good. But uh, now Tori's going good. It's, it's, it's in her blood, unfortunately. She, she ah. brought, it with, brought it with greyhounds. So, yeah, no, she's going good. That's good. She's, good she had no hope, Wayne. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> and it's good, it's good for the game too, James. It's good for the game seeing young people coming. I saw all the, all the buggers were all dying off and getting a bit old and that, but so it is good to see young people coming into it as well. You know? what's, what's the one bit of advice you gave her, or the, you know, the main bit of advice? Oh, just do your best as we can do, and just and just don't get too um, um, overconfident, and um, and don't, don't rely on your, on your laurels. You just got to keep putting the hard work in, hard work rips, rips rewards. Simple as that. All yeah. right, I think that's wise words for for any field of endeavour. So, okay, we're looking looking at maybe Rashford, uh, possibly tonight. Place a place chance. All yeah. right. Like I said, like I said, um, uh, Rolleston, she's just outgraded, unfortunately, and badly boxed and. Yeah, I got a few ordinary dogs at the moment. It's, it's not good, but um, yeah, Rashford perfectly boxed, but yeah, up against a couple of handy ones. Look, Thursday nights now getting very hard to win up Manager, and the old days here, like Thursday nights were supposed to be the country meetings, but there's a smart dogs going around there at the moment. I tell you, there certainly are. It's certainly good racing. Hey, listen, Wayne, thanks for having a chat to us. Hopefully, uh, things turn around for you, and, and all the best. Well, thank you. Thanks, thanks for the call, boys. Thank you. Have a good one. Good stuff. There you go, Wayne Beamish, uh, putting a line through Rolleston there in uh, those chase heats, Cal. Speaking of 
the chase heats, there was something you wanted to raise in regards to that, wasn't there? Yeah, well, I was going to say to Wayne, don't give up. He might actually still get box one or two <laughs> in, the, in the chase heats. Um, we've already had one redraw, so who knows? There might be another one, but... Uh, yeah, okay. I. Well, the fields came out and they were published on the site. Um, and Buster had box two, which I was happy about. I then find, <laughs> I then find thirty minutes later that they've actually been redrawn, and he has box four. Uh, there was no mention of what happened or why there was a redraw, which I found um a little strange. And then okay, but we do have clarification now as to why that happened. There was a dog that was. Uh, uh, had, had was overlooked and kiss, they, yeah, they, Kiss Me Linda had been forgotten about and yeah. was left out of the well, fields. Overlooked and then they put uh, Kiss Me Linda back in, so there had to be a redraw. Redraw. For the but why there couldn't be a message out there saying this is what happened uh, by uh, Rower who published the sites and instead of acting like nothing had happened. And then there's a little problem with Stanger Moose who was in the fields at the at. At that stage, before Kiss Me Linda, it was... Unfortunately, had to be removed from the heats. From removed from the heats, but it's only emergency for two of the three heats. So if uh, an emergency, if a runner comes out of the field that he's not in and an emergency for, then he was actually in the field and is going to miss out on a run. run. Okay, so what's the issue? The fact that they did the redraw to include the dog that should have got included in the first place, which I think is is fine, or the fact that they didn't uh, announce the... what had happened? I think the announcing what happened. I'm fine with the redraw and the understanding. Obviously, mistakes are going to happen, um, but I think you've got to announce and explain to everyone why there was a redraw. Obviously, there's owners getting messages with the fields um, on their email, and then uh, tenement pace connections have gone from box one to box eight, and have no none the wise of why that's occurred. I think there needs to be uh, communication with everyone and trainers and owners about what has happened and why there was a redraw. All right, fair point. No conspiracy. I think the redraw was perfectly fine, but I, I take your not not my responsibility, but yeah, take your point that there possibly should have been a message out to uh, everyone to let them know what had happened. There you go. Hopefully, pretty rare. I can't remember the last. I cannot remember a time that's happened previously. So pretty rare occurrence. Yeah, and I'm oh, I'm not I'm not a fuss bus has got an easier field. So oh, um, okay. yeah, but, but not as good a draw. So maybe yeah, I'll, I'll, he'll be all right. <laughs> all right, good stuff. Uh, okay, it's all about Buster Brood, isn't it? Uh, listen, on the other side of the break, we're going to catch up with David Short. Live on ACN Track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson. Live on ACN Track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson. Welcome back to Go Greyhounds. We have David Short joining us from Tab Touch. Shorty, how are you doing? I'm really well, thanks, Leia. Cal JB, great to be with you guys. Yeah, good to have you on. Last night we already spoke to Graham Cadelli. Wednesday night is Cradelli night. Three winners uh, to them. What else happened out there? Oh, I'll tell you what happened late in the piece was a nice result for Mr Short's account. There are a couple of dogs that I liked off inside draws. Global event in race 10. One thing about Barry McPherson, when he's got sprinters that draw inside boxes and particularly the red, it's very rare that he doesn't cash in. And that was a case with Global Event. Really nice winner last night. Still got races left to win when it draws in. You can follow with confidence. I thought the win of uh, Wise Lanina in the last was good. Michael Hine having a good little run at the moment. And the time, 21.72, was excellent. That's the sort of time 
that's going to measure up up the grade. So uh, well done. Jackie Wilson as well with one of her homebreds, Jay's Double, taking out the first uh, in Novice there was a, a nice result for them. That whole litter have got their share of ability. Justin Wood uh, with a winner with Flash as one earlier on in the night was good. Ratanua Louis, as you touched on, the Credellis have just been owning Wednesday nights of late. The Chili Man, Nangar Abbey 3007, uh, was another pretty impressive performance, sitting just off speed and finishing the race off really well. And Rocket Rod Noden got the cash with uh, Big Boy Bundy. I thought first and second over the line, Big Boy Bundy and Marley Miss are both dogs that are racing well and uh, can continue on their good form in the coming weeks. Yeah, a couple of close winners there to Rod last night. Uh, what I liked was seeing Huey a blue for Big Bad Billy Chules get up, second win in a row. Yeah, look, I'm delighted for Billy, but um, a little uh, less happy for my account at that stage of the night. I was quite keen on Blackpool Ammo, who looked to be off and gone, but Huey Blue's that sort of dog. If it gets into second or third spot in a run untouched, really strong to the line over 380, and it was a really big performance to run down Blackpool Ammo in fast time there last night. Excellent win. PB after 40 starts as well. I was on Blackpool Ammo as well, and when I saw that, I thought, oh, geez, it's not my night. Uh, he's got a cop it sweet. Move on next week. Blackpool Ammo will win a stack of races over here, though. That early split was 6.37. Absolutely humming. He's going to be leading and winning a lot of races over the next few months, I'd suggest. All right. Speaking of moving on, let's move on to Mandra tonight. And there's a few you like uh, down there, Shorty. Yeah, I quite like this card. I thought Lou Lee was well-placed in a country grade four and five. You go back uh, a few runs ago and... Lou Lee was running slick time over the 405 against much tougher fields. Uh, don't mind the fairy floss draw at all for Lou Lee. She gets room to zoom early, uh, rolls across, and I think she's just too nippy for these. I thought it was the, the banker better than night race four, number eight, Lou Lee. In race five, Max Flash has come up a really short price favourite, and no doubt the dog to beat from box two, but I don't think Weblek Fires forms much inferior to Max Flash, comfortable in a wide draw. Uh, I just thought at the odds, uh, Webleck Fire was certainly worth a, an each-way spec. Um, they look a nice Quinella in the race two and, and seven, but um, for me, Webleck Fire each-way looks a good play in race five. On to uh, race number 11, and um, this is a losing sequence race. There's not a lot of form in this race, but a greyhound that has run really well two of the last three starts is Whizzing, and in what's not a strong contest, Whizzing should be able to sit somewhere near them and um, runs over the 490 metres, so you know it's going to be really strong to the line. I thought Whizzing looked a bit of a standout late in the night. Um, not a lot of form as I touched on, but Whizzing clearly brings the best form and is the strongest. If we can just steer clear of trouble early, I think it'll be getting the cash for us, race 11, number 7. And the uh, free-for-all, JB, I know you're looking forward to this race. Yep. Um, a youngster that's really impressed me in recent times is Just Terminal. Comes up with a good draw in box number one. Daisy Field in two, certainly a danger. One last hurrah in six um, is very competitive in this sort of race. was nice to see Hillbilly Jilly back in the winner's list last time out, but courtesy of the draw, I think Just Terminal uh, will hold the rail and, and get the cash in the free-for-all race number seven. All right, we stick with Mandra for tomorrow night, Friday night, and we've got this very exciting Chaser Sunset Spitfire going around in uh, the final race of the night. Yeah, resumed from a break um, at its most recent performance, and probably fair to say wasn't at his dynamic best on that occasion, but that often happens when Grayons are first up off a, a bit of a let-up. Uh, you'd expect sharp improvement here. has got panels on this opposition, and I think with a clear run, 
Um, we've seen over the 400 and, and in town at Cannington over the 520s, he's getting pretty close to a record run. Uh, maybe with the benefit of that first up run, uh, we might see something sub-27 on Friday night. If that was to be the case, um, it would certainly underline what we already know, that uh, this Greyhound's a really special uh, chaser and, and the up-and-coming star of WA Greyhound Racing. Yeah, certainly can't wait to see him back up at Cannington over the 520. Speaking of Cannington, the big... All-Stars Sprint Program uh, there over the weekend. Uh, what's your tip for the big race, Shorty? Uh, the tip is to be very wary with your money in this race. It's, it maps really messy, and uh, I would look, be looking for a bit of value. I've, I've had something on historic time on an each-way basis. I think uh, this dog's been good to me over the last three weeks, winning on all three occasions. Last week at really good each-way odds. Um, again, it's going to need a bit of luck, but um, strong to the line. Uh, should be out there minding its own business and can certainly run a race at odds. Starbook, if, if she can reproduce that performance from last week, particularly that early split of 5.33, she's the dog to beat, but she doesn't always run that early split and she'd probably better serve middle to wide. So I'll just be a little wary price-wise with Starbook, but um, off that run last week, She'll take a bit of stopping if she could begin well again. I thought there were a couple of nice bets on the program. Um, certainly race six, number three, J. Bill Slick stands out. It's run behind Flake Manelli last week was outstanding. Uh, it'll just hum through any race that Flake Manelli's not in. More than happy to team up with J. Bill Slick as the banker better than night. And there's a couple here at good odds. Um, really keen on Jackson County, race four, number one. Ran fourth in the Mandurah Cup final, going back a couple of weeks ago at group three level. Uh, drops back to a city grade four, five. Comes up with a good draw. Should be at nice odds. And um, I think Jackson County's a wonderful each-way bet on Saturday night, race four, number one. And similar with race 11, number three, Ivy Ismia. Um, a couple of her performances against our best sprinters in recent weeks have been enormous. And a couple of times she's gone around at sort of eighteen, twenty dollars uh, I think she can run a massive race. She's got good enough speed to sit right up on top of the, uh, the, the what should be a good tempo and finish the race off well. And she should be a big price. And she'll nick a race like this soon. It may well be this Saturday night, race 11, number three at the big odds, Ivy Ismia. Hey, Shorty, we're all on the... Jayville Slick train in the studio as well, so uh, certainly concur with that. And indeed, with Jackson County, a dog that's really impressed me uh, over the past couple of months. Hey, listen, mate, happy punting over the weekend there. Thank you so very much, guys. All the very best. Let's hope there's plenty of winners for the punters. Tune in. Go and fill your boots. Indeed. All right, Cal, what have you got uh, for us over the next couple of nights? Uh, tonight, race seven, number seven, lots of spots in the free-for-all. Suited out wide, can get a clean run here and per, provide um, a good each-way bet. Race nine, number two, Sugarcane, uh, dropping back to the 302 is crucial, been jumping out a lot better recently and can win this race. Race uh, on Friday night, race seven, number eight, Wasabi Bob. Uh, talked about it earlier, will stay wide and should be thereabouts in the finish. And race one, number eight, Galaxy Blaster, suited out in box eight. And this looks very winnable. All right, there you go. Cal's tips for the next couple of nights. Leia, thank you very much for your contribution today as well. Don't forget, punters, Tuesday night Mandra, Wednesday night Cannington, Palmy Pint, punt $25 only. What a deal it is. Make sure you get involved. That's all we've got for the show this week, brought to you by Auto Owls. Tune in next week for Go Greyhounds. Live on ACN Track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson.